Well, now, James, they've changed the regulations concerning the air boxes and the wings, and yet you're still extremely fast. How do you do it? Big balls. And welcome back the hot lap. Alex, James, we got the Hungarian Grand Prix preview. Lotus, where have the tyres gone? Uh, Pastor Maldonado likes rolls, ro- roly-polies. Alex. No, Hello. not Pastor Maldonado. Sergio Perez, what am yeah. I doing? What am I doing? Yeah, I, I, I'd imagine it was just one of those, you know, you see a crash, you automatically think to yourself, is it a Lotus? Oh, no, wait. It's a Force India this time. This is very true. I'm, we're recording this just after the first practice session. As actually, the second practice session is about to start, I think, at 12.30. Um, yeah, uh, Pastor Maldonado, though, had no wheels to be able to roll, unfortunately. No, no, he didn't. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll probably touch on that uh, in a, in uh, shortly. Um, but yeah, F, FP1, it's the same old, really, isn't it? Mercedes fastest, uh, Ferrari kind of biting at the heels, like they have done a lot of Fridays, with... The full knowledge that Mercedes will probably be fastest in the race, unfortunately, for yeah. the viewers. Um, obviously, this is also the first weekend since Jules uh, Bianchi, unfortunately, passed away. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of uh, of dedications, uh, tributes, etc. to him over the course of this weekend, I'd imagine. Um, you know, various people put stuff on their helmets and cars, although, controversially, some might say, you're still not allowed to change your helmet design. No, that's an interesting one, really, isn't it? What would, what would the FIA do if you ended up changing your helmet a bit and, and, and enough? Would they fine you? I mean, that would definitely be bad press for this weekend, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, if you rocked up on the grid with a new helmet and said this is a dedication of Jules, um, and they went, you're not racing, or here's a $50,000 fine or something, yeah, that's not going to look too good in the papers when you say, well, I was just dedicating it to my friend and I got fined for it. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't really see them doing it. It wouldn't surprise me, funnily enough, but I don't think they would. But yeah, yeah abs- absolutely. So, the, obviously, with the sad thing about Jules, I, I mentioned something um, when we recorded the last podcast uh, before it happened, but I mentioned it, I think I did a two-minute piece, you know, uh, pre before the podcast. As, yeah. as, as an intro, it obviously is, is tremendously sad. It happened, obviously, at the Japanese Grand Prix. It has, um, obviously, opened up all the debates again on things like closed cockpits and stuff. I mean, I mean, I have never asked, what is your opinion on closed cockpits, if that was potentially to come in Formula 1? I, I, that's a difficult one, isn't it? Because part of you has to say, well, if it makes it safer, but then part of me is saying... I don't attribute open-wheel formulas, F3, GP2, F1, etc., down yep. to closed cockpits because it, it's never been a closed cockpit formula. No. And it's part of Formula 1, just like having front and rear wings. Yeah, and there's also an argument that it, it may well, it could, make it more dangerous. Um, bear in mind that, you know, you tip upside down, etc., you... With a fires, for example, especially with theirs and stuff, you can't get out of the car. Yeah, and I think as much as uh, some people wouldn't like it as well, you probably do face that whole: Do you see the driver fully at work when you've got yeah. a, a sort of a canopy over it? Yeah, I mean they're already they're not 
closed cockpits, but they're already very hidden. It's always a bit like their head just poking out of the bath. You can just about yeah. see it. Where in the 90s, and I can understand why, because it is for safety, so I'm, doing, I'm not having a go, but I remember in like the you know the early 90s, the 80s, you could you could see the driver's shoulders and arms really working in that steering wheel. You could, you know, as, as they go around the corner. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it was a tragic accident, you know, and, you know, but then, uh, yeah, yeah, same, anything, anything could really happen when you have an open cockpit, but luckily, touch wood, you know, we, we have all these different formulas going on around the world, Formula Golf, um, Formula 3.5, Formula Renault, etc. and all, you know, we very rarely, if any, ever hear about any major, disasters no it's not like it happens like it's guaranteed once or twice a year and things like that and when it does happen um you know i think like henry surtees obviously dan weldon when it does happen it's a, it's a shock which is yeah. a good thing in a way because it's not expected you, you, you know because the safety things are also good and i think you're right i think the minute you start going approaching speeds of between 100 and 200 miles per hour i don't think you're ever safe because they can't make they could in theory make the the crash structures almost unbreakable but then the problem is i think uh, physics which i'm not too good at the driver then will take the brunt of that energy and probably start snapping bones and stuff inside the cockpit so yeah yeah there's you're never going to stop injury in in almost any formula are you because of the speeds um, and the type of accidents that could occur, you know. But it was it was unfortunate. I think we could say it was a it was a fluke of an incident that probably you'd never would have. If anyone ever said to you, "When would the next Formula One driver die?" You wouldn't say driving into the back of a a tractor. No, no, you 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 really wouldn't. And even I think it, I remember as the Japanese Grand Prix went on, it wasn't really until after the race that you knew the extent of the injury because they weren't really making a big deal out of it, were they? At the, I remember watching the race. You knew something was bad, and it wasn't really till after the race that you you found out how, how big a deal it really was. Yeah, unfortunately, I, well, fortunately, I suppose um, I would, I never got to, I never saw it live, so. Um, I, you know, I was only aware of it really afterwards and what happened. But okay. I think they, the the news, they FIA now published the uh, impact report, didn't they? I yes. think over the last couple of days, and claiming it was in the two hundred plus G impact. Oh, wow. Which, when you consider that, what when you're driving a Formula One car, it's what less than ten. Yeah, that's that's quite that's that's quite extreme, isn't it? Yeah. So. You know, I, I I say it. I I hope it never ever ever happens again. But um, but then I mean, <laughs> IndyCar. I mean, look at IndyCar. Look at the amount of incidents that happen there, and they look so much worse, don't they? I, I, they do. I, I mean, they 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 make uh, Sergio Perez's role at the first practice session look like a Sunday afternoon drive, don't they? Some of their yeah, coaches. yeah. But then I think their cock their cockpit. Um, sides are a lot higher than Formula One, aren't they? If I'm off the top of my head, I think. I think so. I'd have to have a look at both the, both the new cars to compare. Yeah. So, and, uh, the Indy cars now look so much different to a Formula One car. I remember, like in the early no- in the early noughties um, and in the late nineties, they looked almost similar. To, they did. Uh, the didn't casual they? viewer could point to that and say that's an F1 car when, when it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Now, now they they are actually quite strikingly different. Yeah. 
Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would get the skinny wings. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, but, 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 but there you go. Um, so, let's quickly get into the Hungarian Grand Prix before we get into to the news. Mm-hmm. The Hungarian Grand Prix, the first race, Alex, was in 1986. Circuit distance at the moment of uh, 4.381 kilometres. Lap record held by, guess who? Uh, Hungary, it's going to have to be Michael. Yes. yes. What, what, what year do you reckon? The king. What year do you reckon? 2000 and... Oh, yeah. Oh. Four? Yes. Yeah, look at that, look at that, full house. Oh. What can I say? Yeah, but Michael, uh, 119.071. The, fir- the race first joined the F1 calendar in 1986, as I said. Um, mm. It cost five million to make uh, then. There you go. Um, Hungarian Erno Rubik invented the Rubik's Cube. I didn't know that. Mm. Just three Hungarian Grand Prix have been wet. The race avoided rain for uh, its first 20 years, but not in 06, 11 and 14. That's really interesting. It's been basically the last, what, nine, ten years where we've had the three wet races out of the, you know, since it's uh, coming. 200,000 turned out for the race in 1986. Most wins by team. Who is the most successful team here? Ferrari. No. I'm sorry. McLaren? Yeah. Ferrari are the... Third most successful team. They've got five. Williams have seven. And uh, obviously McLaren have 11. Most wins by a driver. It is shared by two drivers. Yeah. Who do you reckon? In what? In in which team? Oh, no, this is not the teams. Um, uh, just, just the, the drivers. The most, most winningest most... drivers at the Hungarian Grand Prix are shared by two. <sighs> with a total of four. How many? How many is the top? How many are we talking about? How many wins have they got? They got four, four each. Four wins. Going Grand Prix, yeah. Four wins. It's probably going to be ah. Oh, that's quite difficult. I'm either thinking Damon Hill, no, or Mika Hakkinen, no, Michael, yes, and one current F1 driver. Really? Yeah. It won't be Lewis, sure. It is. It is. Really? Four wins. If both wow. got forward. He could this weekend beat your man. How would that make you feel? Yeah, there was some. There was also some record linked to him with Senna, but I didn't bother checking up on it. Okay. That he could break this weekend. Oh, so not really. It wasn't a really a good uh, circuit for for Senna then. No, it wasn't really. I mean, uh, but then again, this is the circuit where up until we had the DRS area, etc., was very very hard to overtake, and it was almost like I remember, like in the early nineties. And mid nineties, when I was watching F one, when you had the Hungary, it, it, it almost had the same feeling of Barcelona being will kind of have a procession really into the pits, mm. and that's what it was, wasn't it? Really. Mm. Yeah. So okay. Any other stats on that one? Uh, any other stats? No, not 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 really. I mean, they're they're basically they're basically the main ones. Uh, so there you go. Do you prefer the old or the new? Uh, new. Normally, I prefer the old, um, but this mm. one I prefer the new, uh, only because of that turn one. Now allows them. It's a bit like the Nurburgring first turn. Yeah. Uh, it allows them you, you to overtake. You can get behind one. You can get behind them, and you can overtake. That's pretty much unless someone makes a big mistake. The only realistic uh, passing move 
about that turn one. However, I think um, on after that long straight on turn between turn four and five, we have we've seen Kimi Raikkonen, for example, trying going going around the outside and doing incredible moves. But normally it's only t- it's turn one, isn't it? Yeah. So and that that goes for e- even like any of the F one games I've played. It's normally really unless you're going to start barging people out of the way and being a bit rude when you're against a car of similar speed. It is really turn one where it's yeah. going to happen. Do you uh, and your personal thoughts on the circuit? Other than that, you look prefer the current layout. Kind of boring, really. Boring, really boring. But I think we, we, this is one of those circuits where, kind of like Barcelona, if they can get the DRS right, it can really make it an interesting race. Um, mm. I mean, let's be honest. Last year, really thanks to the weather, uh, we had the best race of the year, mm. the most exciting mm. race. Your, I mean, you well. Your 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 man at twenty fourteen Alonso nearly won, and I mm. kind of I I didn't really want Dan Ricciardo to win again. I know that sounds really bad. I was rooting for Alonso because I felt he did the best job. He's in this piece of sh- shite Ferrari, which which I felt it was in twenty fourteen. That would have been a massive win for him, you know. Yeah. But there you I go. don't like the circuit. No. Don't like it. No. Is, I, it, I don't, is it because I, when, you, when you drive it, your tyres run out by the end of the first lap? And you mm, it, controversially, or? you think you've potentially got all these different countries in the world desperately trying to get on the calendar. Yes, OK, um, Baku in Azerbaijan is not exactly the forefront of uh, Formula One fans and uh, Formula One technology. Um but I've never understood this the whole Hungary thing. Do you know what I mean? If you ever say, list to me some of the biggest <laughs> circuits in Europe, I, I imagine that Hungary is something that most people lift out, leave out. I just, I just, it, it, it's just a rather strange place. I can't believe they have the money to fund it. You know, you, you have Silverstone struggling. Well, you know, you have Germany struggling. So where on earth is Hungary getting, you know, Hungary's not exactly a wealthy country in Europe compared with Germany. Um, well, yeah, um, you know, and, and and I just, it's a, just a strange place to host one. It is really. And it's become, it has, to a lot of people, become a staple of Formula One, being, bearing in mind it's been there for ages. It was the first, I think, F1, F1 race to, to be on the other side of the, you know, the old Iron Curtain. Uh, yeah. And yeah, you're right. It is it is kind of bizarre we we have this race, uh, and it, it, and it hasn't really featured up until I think the last few years. Good memorable races normally as well. Um, no, because there's no overtaking. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of German fans used to go in the Marcus Schumacher era because uh, it wasn't a million miles away. Yeah, but yeah, and it, and, it, and it is bizarre, and it's the fact that obviously with with Baku coming up. This is for F1. This is a world championship. You have Baku, but obviously this uh, you know, this year you had no French Grand Prix and no German Grand Prix. It makes you scratch your head, really, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It does. So, uh, and we've got all these ones in, uh, um, obviously in the, in the Middle East, where, once again, I don't mean to go on a rant, they're lovely circuits. Um, not many F1 fans there sometimes compared to, compared to you, but because we've got so many in the Middle East, I, 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 I scratch my head and I, I can't, it, has to, it comes down to money and Bernie, unfortunately, yeah. are the two common de factos, which yeah. is not good. Mm, exactly. That's why I'm a bit... When it comes down to money, I, I, I can only assume the government might be bailing the circuit out, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure... I don't know if the DTM race in it and stuff, but... Mm, I think... Tour, well, Touring Car used to. I don't know if they still do now, off the top of my head. Okay. Um, 
So, so but, but you don't like you don't like to, tr- to drive it. I know in like Codemasters F1 games, it's mm. really really bad on the tire wear to the point where in a perfect, where I remember when you were against the AI in a perfect race, you'd really need to stop w- w- at least one more time than the AI does. You, you know, you know. To, yeah. Uh, and that's mm. obviously not going to happen. Mm, it's too slow for me. It's not quick enough. No, it, I, th- I think it flow. It doesn't flow too bad though. Mm, yeah, but I, I just think it's just it's just not it's not an open circuit, and that's I think the problem. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think I, you end up following people a lot if you are faster than them. It's like unless let's yeah. be honest, unless you are going to be really really rude. And I think even going to one of the chicanes, you know, that last chicane toward the end of the lap, you can you can do it, but it's yeah, it's re- it's difficult to overtake if you're going to be realistic and fair about it. One of Trudy's most favourite circuits, maybe, then? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Given the fact that people just end up stacking behind you? Yes, absolutely. I completely agree. So there you go. Um, So... Hungarian Grand Prix. Let's let's get into our predictions, Alex. Already? Okay. So... So, um, if we just have a recap on the British Grand Prix, we didn't do it in our last podcast because it just didn't really need to be done. Uh, for the British Grand Prix, uh, I got first, second and third. You completely ruined me. I only got first, I think. You did only get first, but you got the fastest lap. And I got the bonus five points from McLaren. Yes, so you got 35 points, which puts your total now at 215. 215, wow. Um, I got first, second, third, so I got 59. Uh, Mine's now gone up to 157. So, yeah, I'm I'm relatively pleased with that one. Just would have been handy not to have... You to have got 35, but, you know, we can't win it all. But, you know, is it my comeback? It could well be. Is Is this the turning point of the season? Exactly. This could be the Nico Rosberg of the 2015 Formula One. Let's, well, you, I mean, you want Nico Rosberg to win, don't you? Because you don't, you're not a fan of Lewis. Yes. And my predictions. Um, <sighs> right. Hungry, aren't we? So, having already seen FP1, I will say Lewis again. Okay. Lewis, Rosberg, and I'm going to say Ricardo. Really? Oh my! Yes. God, I don't mean to be high. That's a bit too high pitch. But that was really high. That was wow. that was really high pitch, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, fastest lap. We'll go with Lewis. We'll go with Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say Lewis. Really? There you go. See. <laughs> Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, sorry, sorry. Uh, Lewis Vettel. <clears throat> Raikkonen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Raikkonen. That's what. That's that, that's. Lewis, you reckon top? You reckon top three for both Ferraris? Yep. That is brave. And fastest lap? Uh, Alonso. No, no, no. Um, uh, Lewis. Lewis, okay, okay. I just, I just got a feeling that I think this, I'm because I'm, I'm going back to Monaco, and I think Vettel was 
faster than Rosberg, and because Rosberg wasn't really able to put away from Vettel at Monaco, mm. but 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 Vettel really wasn't fast enough to overtake. You can overtake here. The Ferrari engine is a match when you look at the speed traps for Mercedes, um, and I think. Vettel, funnily enough, like uh, Rosberg, like Vettel, seems to succumb to pressure more so than maybe than maybe Lewis. Um, mm. I mean, and, and I think that's one of Vettel's weaknesses as well. But I think if Vettel's giving the pressure, which I imagine he will be, um, uh, that could be interesting. Now, it's going to be a hot race. It is going to be a hot weekend. The race day is not going to be as hot. There's, there is potentially rain predicted uh, for, for today and tomorrow, but less so for Sunday. Um, yeah. But there, you, but there you go. That's obviously the, re- the reason why. So I'm not actually just throwing it all out there. I think genuinely, I think this is the next best race for Ferrari to try and gain something over over Mercedes. And all it takes is a safety car, which is obviously quite possible. I mean, look what happened to Perez. So yeah, I'll, te- uh, I'll tell you what. Whilst we're on the um, the subject, and obviously being your uh, favourite team. Mm-hmm. Um, McLaren this weekend. Yes. You know, it's not a power circuit. No. Brand new engines. Yes. What are you thinking? Uh, they got a chance. I mean, I think they were 11th and 12th in the practice session. About two seconds behind. Um, a bit like Monaco, they could end up scoring points. But once again, I can't help but feeling... That if everyone finished, they'd probably maybe at best be like 12th or 13th, you know? And I think mm. it, it would still need one or two retirements to get them in the low end of the points. You're still thinking that, are you? Yeah. And I, it's a shame, really, because they haven't improved as much as everyone said they would. I know they cannot use their full errors. Um, they've basically come out and said in the news. They can't use their errors, their energy recovery system. Properly, um, hopefully the Hungarian Grand Prix they can. I, I only hope that's going to make. I mean, if you're not got your words, that could make as much as a second a lap, nearly uh, at most. Uh, I'm, yeah. uh, you know, tr- having a guess. But oh, okay. So yours. So, what do you think is going to happen with them then this weekend? I reckon. Well, I reckon well, at least one of them will finish, uh, and probably probably just outside the points. Okay. Good old confidence there in your local team. It's bad, bad, isn't it? It's really, really bad. I mean, they they have been, for me, I think, when we do our review, they're going to, unless I think they miraculously get on the, get a couple of podiums by the end of the year. Don't say it. They are the worst team in Formula One this year, I think, when we do our review. And I, but let's be honest, I know, I know it's painful for me to admit, but if you, but let's be honest, if you told me that, Alex, yeah, right, said, I think, you said to me, I think McLaren are the worst team this year in Formula One. Now, you, you put yourselves in my shoes. What could I really say to defend them? They've got a world championship driver. Yes. Yet they can't hardly get They can points. pay their bills. They can pay their bills, but they haven't got any points, hardly any points. Um, I mean, with Mauritius, they've improved their livery. That's debatable. Um, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. That's what, that's what I mean. I mean, you generally could—you'd be struggling to come up with an argument, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because um, yeah. even if you said Mana, Mar- you know, Mana Mauritius, mm. the, uh, they should have to. They, they'll need to find another spy. So they can copy their car design like they did with Ferrari <laughs> all those years ago. I know. 
Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, we shall see. We shall see. We we shall. I mean, do you think genuinely this is? I know, obviously, with your predictions, but do you think genuinely this is Ferrari's best chance? So, uh, best chance again, almost of, uh, of of winning a race. No. Okay. Why is that though? Um, I think Ferrari are quite good on. Uh, obviously, well, heat heat plays a lot of it, doesn't it? There's a lot to do with heat uh, with Ferrari. That's true. Hungary is. Not bad, but I think they're forecasting thunderstorms, I think, for Sunday. Yeah, they, well, they almost forecast that for Saturday as well, when I looked, I think, on the Sky Sports weather, potentially. Um, I don't... Then again, we've hardly had any rain. But then again, we had rain last year in 2006 and 2007. Yeah. So, I would like a wet race, uh, um, personally. Yeah. Because I still think that Ferrari, I mean, Vettel, getting up to third... And, he, you know, he wasn't as fast, I think, as a Mercedes, but he was up there. Um, and this is a very different track. So yeah. I think anyone's almost got a chance in the rain, especially when you've got a safety cars out at any time, etc. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think they need some heat. And I think this circuit, actually, is probably not going to favour Williams too much. And I have a funny feeling FP1 kind of started showing that. Um, they were not high at all. It's a bit like Monaco for them, isn't it? It's just where, yeah. you know, quick flowing circuits like Silverstone. Yeah, but forget slow, tight turning circuits. They just seem to fall behind. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, but but I think this could be a Red Bull circuit. Well, Red Bull do have a... Everyone says they've got a really, really good chassis. Then um, mm. everyone says McLaren have got a good chassis. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Red Bull do. I th- yeah, it could be. It would be nice to have to see Red Bull up there. Um, and you know, fighting for the podium because I think you're right. Williams are going to struggle. Um, uh, yeah. I, I think they'll come back again very much, hopefully at Spa. But yeah, um, I think they are going to struggle. And I, I do fail to see, even despite my predictions, that anyone really beating Mercedes if the race is dry and there's no funny things happening in it. Yeah. So. Well, well, at the moment. Um, as we make this podcast, air temperature 31, track temperature 54. See, Ferrari like that. Mm, exactly. Um, but then again, say it's like you, you get Hamilton and Pole, Rosberg second, uh, Vettel th- or Raikkonen third. Well, you, we know at Hungary, I think this is the one track more than any, where if you get the dusty side, yeah, that really does punish you. And you can almost end up losing almost a row going into the first corner. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why maybe we might see a Ferrari split the Mercedes, you know, come the first corner, which would be nice and interesting. Yeah. Mm. Uh, or, you know, or even, da- or even Danny, Danny Rick. So, there you go. Well, so, yes, we shall see, we shall see. Absolutely, absolutely. So, obviously, from our predictions, we've now we've now uh, F one twenty fifth F one and Project Cars. Project Cars has released. Uh, we haven't got it yet. Uh, the Audi pack uh, with a, with a track that uh, I didn't even know existed, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, no, same here. I haven't tried it, so I can't really comment much on that. No, same here. But they're working on another patch, aren't they, to better the AI, etc. Yeah, it's already been put out for PC. Ah, uh, okay. So, hey. 
Um, we we await the uh, uh, approval from Sony on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah nothing. The the. Yep, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was going to say. Um, but the, yeah, the patch. Uh, it, well, every patch that comes out, let's be honest, is going to favour the game. Um, yes. So, but they're not they're not weekly patches, you know. Um, and there's not the patches are not critical patches either. No, I think the game is is running a lot better than it was at launch. Uh, there's not as many issues, and I think even in Korea now, with now they fixed the weather and the time where you can enjoy the game in all modes. I mean, multiplayer for me was never taking the weather out. Um, and, and doing short races, it was never broken. It was perfectly playable from the beginning, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it was just that when you had to pit and and the, when weather came into it, it was interesting. But now, the the only issue I've got, um, we were doing a race at, for example, I think I think it was at Barcelona, and despite the fact that it was raining enough for you to probably need wet tires or intermediates, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. without a doubt. I was able to lap within about 11 seconds of my fastest lap time on the dries on in the uh, on the Barcelona short track, um, and frustratingly, I, I, w- I wasn't really losing grip. It, it was a bit ridiculous, really, where to the point where I shouldn't I should I should be doing I shouldn't even be being able to finish the bloody lap. It was that wet. Yeah, yeah. And you, I think I was, you were only about three was, or four seconds faster. Yeah. yeah um... <laughs> I was annoyed by that because previous experience told me that pretty much as soon as the track starts to sort of look shiny you uh, and you see rain in the air, that you can pretty much forget slicks and you need to go straight on to wets or something like that. And that's what I did, yeah, uh, it, and waiting for you to start going off and it never happened. So I'm really confused that the fine line of slicks becoming useless and wets coming into their own seems to have got wider and now pretty much tyres seem to work uh, almost consistently the same when it was raining. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think the only difference is, well, well, it wasn't at Barcelona, but in my opinion, the only difference was you are more confident on the wet tyres and stuff, but that doesn't, which should make you like 10, 15 seconds a lap faster than when you're on slicks. Mm. It doesn't, I mean, don't get me wrong, I couldn't full throttle anywhere. I was basically being, you know, I was basically at half to two thirds throttle at best, but I'll still be able to, the frustrating thing, as you were saying, is I could still get those lap times in where, you know, you should have made a pit stop up within two laps. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've seen it in F1. Um, and it was, I think it was Formula B cars. It was, it was a bit ridiculous, really. Um, yeah. And I, I, I'm not saying it's, it's yeah. Um, and I know I say it was not broken. We, we can still, we can still drive in the wet. So I'm not trying to be a hypocrite. But yeah, that that was that was a bit of an issue. And actually, now we're talking about it, that does probably actually need to get resolved pretty quick. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be resolved in this next patch. Mm, don't know. No, we don't know what's going to be. Uh, as I said. Um, or if I have mentioned it, rumour is that uh, the, on the HUD display, it will now tell you what tyres are on your car. So you're not second-guessing at the start of the race, whether you're on inters or wets. Oh, good. Yeah, because the, the other issue I've got is when I start the race, um, it, I need to check now. I think I can now choose. It never used to, but I think it's sorted itself out now. You never used to be able to choose what tyres you, you could have on when you start the race. It was always automated by we- automatic by weather. Right, and you couldn't choose. Now, I'm not. I'm not sure whether whether that was. 
I don't know why, but I've got a feeling now you can do that because I managed to do that in the uh, Formula A Championship. So am I correcting myself there? I will have to double check. Okay. But but there you go. Um, yeah. So so. You live, well, yeah. If we just touch on project cars uh, a bit more um, with the track pack and the new cars, they've released the Audi A1. Yes, they have. Yeah, not used it yet. Not that excited about needing to use it, to be honest. No. Um, and the livery pack has come out. Bit disappointed. Well, um, it's a 50-50 for me because um, the fi- the livery pack has only, I think, produced something like five additional liveries of which they're either on the new the Mercedes 190 mm-hmm. or the Ford Escort Mark 1. That's a bit rubbish. Um, yeah, so they're not across, you know, all the other different formulas. Uh, we, I've never used, I've never driven the Ford Escort and the Mercedes. To be honest, though, the Mercedes DTM liveries from old are official and they look very nice and they are exactly how they were back in '93. Oh wow, nice. Um, but. Uh, which is great and everything, fantastic. But, you know, I'm disappointed that given that, I think we've discussed this before, that given how small file are the liveries and how, um, you know, it takes up next to no room, why there's not more of them coming out. Yes. You could, you know, it would be a lot nicer to have, to choose from 40-odd Formula B liveries or something like that, but... So there you go. So, yeah, Project Cars have... Well, I don't think we're going to see the third free car now, probably till next month, I'd imagine. That is, that's angered people. And uh, Fair enough, they're providing a free car. They don't really have to. They didn't have to. But they, the problem is, they said they would, and that's what annoys everyone. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, which which was a bit which was a, a bit of a, a bit of a mistake. Um, obviously, people are still a bit annoyed about about obviously Project Cars too. Um, I am the, the fact they announced it. Normally, the, and I think the fact is, is they announced it. Don't get me wrong, they were probably working on it. You know what I mean? Even even as Project Cars One came out, the first one. Yeah. But I think that by announcing it, it was a bit silly. And Nicholas Hamilton is again on board apparently. Yeah. With, with that, I imagine, and with other drivers, and at the end of the day, when Project Cars Two does come out, I think what was it, two thousand seventeen was talked about. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure you and I, based on this one, I mean, I mean, unless I hear very bad things, it's a release day buy almost. I think. Yeah. Um, unlike obviously F1 2015, Alex. Uh, yes. <laughs> Look at that big side. Um, we wondered, didn't we? Which one we're going to play more? Um. I think we may have our answer. Uh, oh dear! I mean, we we ended up doing a really competitive race at Japan. Yeah. Where I, uh, you qualified one point three seconds faster than me to the point where I was scratching my head, thinking, "What? How the hell was he over a second? And fortunately, in in the race, I think after the second lap, where you were nearly, you're getting near the two. 1.52 second mark um it was pretty much it pretty much stayed about the same until just before the stops where i, I managed to catch up a tiny bit mm. uh and then obviously um with our one slot you went in i did the extra i did one lap uh i continued you came out and then i ended up using my rich mixture in, in japan and then we almost came out pretty much together but you it was almost the same again it was about a half second difference wasn't it yeah 
Which was exciting. I mean, for me, it was exciting. I saw you then. I thought, maybe I've got it. You must have seen me coming out of the pit thinking, this is going to be close. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's start. Let me just start by saying um, that the online play, which there is a new patch for, apparently, that fixes a lot of multiplayer bugs, yep. uh, which, we ha- which we haven't tried, have we? No. Um, you came away feeling quite um, happy about that and how well it went, and I came away feeling quite rubbish about it. <laughs> but I think it's because I really enjoyed that Japanese Grand Prix. Nothing went wrong there. There were no bugs. It was a really close race. I got past you on the penultimate lap at the triangle, the that chicane, and then you got me via yeah. DRS. But I think the fact it was a really, it was a really competitive race. I mean, like I think you toss a coin, and either one of us could have won that. I think it was that yeah. close. Um, that's why I was happy. But yeah, the reason I wasn't happy is got nothing to do with the competitiveness or the fact that there was no bugs in the race because um, there wasn't. Well, there was, there was one bug. I'm pretty sure, unless I'm wrong, that when you came out of the pit lane, uh, you became a ghost to me. Oh, okay. Yes. Of course, yeah, because you managed. We kind of managed to almost go through each other, which yeah. in one way avoided what would have been a, maybe a massive crash. But yes, so that so that's that. Um, but the, the the problem I've got is how in previous Formula One games how I've been able to place the car where I want it to be, and I can tell you that through Degna One and Degna Two, I can pretty much eighty to 90% of the time be able to place my car exactly where I want through there and be able to clip the curbs on the inside, run a bit wide and then clip the next curb and then I'm away. In this game, it is so difficult to actually place the car where I want it. Otherwise, I'm all over the place. I can't... It, it, it's just so twitchy. It, it, it's really difficult to explain. But I just, I just really... I'm really struggling with the handling of the cars that I just feel it, it doesn't want go go. And if I turn in on Degna one, um, I, I could literally be cut in a corner one lap or in the next lap, I'm uh, completely overshooting and I'm to the gravel or something like that. It's, it's not running as smoothly as I, as it's in previous games. No, I think you're right. I mean, I think, uh... Uh, in that sense, if I'm looking back, the old games, you'll come out to the Degners and you feel confidence that you can really attack them. Sometimes you'll go too far, yeah? But you yeah. feel like you can really attack them. This one, uh, I do remember approaching them and you were always nervous about, oh, this is, gonna be in- this is almost like a mystery ride each lap kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I-, I know what you mean there. I know what you mean there because I think both of us ended up losing turn to each other quite often. It was for me, it was either at Spoon or it was at the Degners where there'd, sometimes there'd be a difference in lap time between you and I. Because uh, one of us would have made an uncharacteristic mistake. Yeah. I imagine. Okay. Okay. Um, and also, the biggest bug, and I don't know if it's been corrected, is I think for the Austrian Grand Prix, for example, and others, we raced, but we weren't racing each other. What the hell was that about? Uh, where you, you'd be like, I passed you, and I'm like, no, you didn't. I'm in the lead. And we were in two completely different races. I think that that happened 50% of the time at the four races. Of, I think we had two of the four races. Yeah. That was another uh, what I thought was you ahead of me or a couple of cars ahead of me I think we, we were racing completely different you were yep. uh, yeah th- there was almost like two completely different we started the race the same and then all of a sudden 
you would say you were in the lead or something, yeah, and I I'd say I was Ferrari in the lead. And then get up there because we're teammates. Second. Yeah. And then you say you'd pass me, but yeah. but by the end of the first lap, and I'm like, no, well, no, you didn't. You're still behind yeah. me. Yeah. Hopefully, the patch has sorted that, but uh, we don't know at this time. This is this is yeah, but I mean, I remember listening to a couple of reviews. Um, now, Project Cars did have game, you know, potentially game-breaking bugs, but when I compare the two, the fact that and I'm not really, I can't really give um, slightly mass studios. I'm not really giving them an out. They have a lot. They had a lot more to deal with. Yeah, all these different cars, a lot more, di- a lot more different tracks and stuff. And I still felt that the multiplayer definitely was playable. Okay, yeah. minus a few bugs, the, uh, consistently. Codemasters, the F1 game is not playable as a multiplayer game at the moment, or yeah. or, or before this uh, patch we tried. And Codemasters delayed this game for one one month. It, what what they released was a half-assed effort of which I said last time with with no co-op, no career, no nothing, and the fact that there were these massive bugs. It's a bit like what the hell were the game testers doing then? Because these are bugs that happened consistently when we were playing, and it was and we haven't played that much. I think we probably played maybe an hour and a half at most together. Maybe or maybe two yeah. at most, yeah. And yeah. we found all these bugs. What the hell were Codemasters thinking? They should not have. Re- it's disgusting, really, that they've released this game in this condition, and it's inexcusable because there's less in the game than there ever ever was when you yeah. compare it to their first F1 2010 offering. Yeah. So they don't have an excuse, and I, th- I really think they should be ashamed with themselves, ashamed of themselves. And I really think that charging the full amount for this piece of rubbish at the moment is. Barry is is completely wrong. Um, mm. Unfortunately, I mean, I don't know. I am going on a rant. You, you like always, just like the just like you're driving. You've got the level head here. So another bug that immediately springs to mind. Yeah, uh, you went into the pits, didn't you, and came out with a smoking engine? Yes, you did that too. It was at Brazil, wasn't it? And but yeah, my engine was smoking, um, but it was almost like smoking to the point where it looked like. A dust. I, I was running over a gravel trap, smoking. Well, it, it was like a brown kind of off smoke, not not a smoke as if it was coming from an engine. It was really bizarre. Yeah, it was. yeah. I yeah. Mean, and you tried to find if it if your car was performing badly, but it wasn't. No. And then it fixed when you repitted. Yes. And then it happened to you, didn't it? It did happen to me. Yes, another, and I and I was getting no reports that my car was uh, having issues. No, so which is which is a shame. I mean, which is a shame. But then again, Codemasters is it's, it's one of those games. Maybe up until now, that never ever had unreliability. I mean, you'd have maybe yeah. a puncher, but you'd never have we've lost this gear. Uh, you know, and which I think annoyed some people because I think if you're going to attack the curves and really go yeah. max or attack for 70 laps, for example, at Hungary, you know, and then suddenly your gearbox starts to play up. I mean, you, you know, or, or they warn you about it and you don't do anything and then your gearbox plays up. So you've obviously had the chance, you know, your engine's getting hot. Um, switch to, to lean engine mode, be a bit careful, you know, you know, try not to go full throttle yeah. and things like that. And you don't do it yeah. and, you, and you get punched, but that doesn't happen. And that never happened in Codemasters games. I mean, hey, I know in the Jeff Cameron games, it was random and it was annoying, but you would have reliability problems. So sometimes you'd lose a race, but sometimes you'll be in second, you'll be in second and you think, the bloke's 30 seconds ahead of me, I'm not going to win. And suddenly, you know, you pass them because their engine is blown up and it's like, well, hey. But you yeah. don't get those moments. Yeah. Yet they, yet they want to call it a simulation, you know, you know Formula One. But yeah. Yeah. 
we shall see. We shall see what happens. We'll we'll test out the um, the patch, and uh, no doubt next week uh, have a quick update on that one. Yeah, we will. I mean, and it's a, it's a case of I, I, you and I, are we going to be buying F one twenty sixteen? I'd like to think we are because it's going to be a much better game. But based on this, it's at the moment it's going to be a no unless unless something changes. Hopefully, it'll be by someone else. Well, yeah, but the the, the scary thing is if it's by someone else. Um, it's it's going to be another two year wait, isn't it? Two three years potentially while they sort out their engine, which is obviously a concern. That's true. That's true. Uh, unless That's obviously, true. They unless yeah, give it to like slightly we, mad studios or something yeah. that does have an engine. But, there you go. but then again, I don't like the way the we neither of us like the way the Formula A cars race uh, currently in uh, Project Cars, do we? So no. No, that that hopefully will be another patch that will uh, just correct something there. But uh, yeah, we shall see. We shall see. You never know. You never know. No, but, but but there you go. That's 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 pretty much about it. Onwards to the Hungarian Grand Prix. Yes, I'll uh, give you some news um, whilst we've been talking. Okay. Uh, Force India will not be running in FP two. Uh, why? Uh, well, one because of Perez's vehicle that's kind of in a bit of a bad way. Um, and it would appear that I think they, at the moment, are concerned that it could happen to Nico, so they're not going to run. Oh. So, Fair enough. yes. Um, uh, some little bit of news, if you want some tiny bit of news to absolutely, uh, absolutely. keep you going. Uh, so, rumours are the button would replace Bottas at Williams. Really? Yeah. Wow. I now, interestingly, yeah. If that did happen, and obviously, where you know, this is the silly season where I thought Bottas was confirmed for Ferrari, and then I learned he wasn't. Uh, sorry about that. Big mistake. I read in a Facebook post that Bottas confirmed for Ferrari. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, I was trolled. It wasn't the case. But mm. do has do you think that's come from McLaren saying no, Jensen? You you're not maybe not with us next year, or that's Button said, look. My, I might have one or two years left in Formula One. I'm going to go for Williams, so at least I might have a podium before I retire. I mean, what do you think? It's difficult because, sort of, end of last year, McLaren were kind of pretty much saying that Button had had his time, hadn't they? Um, and yeah, and this year they, he's matched. He's he's matched at the moment. Alonso, bearing in mind, didn't have a terrible he, car. You are correct. He has matched Alonso. Um, but what would you do? You've got a Williams with a Mercedes engine, potential to get podiums next year, or do you risk it thinking, a bit like Alonso again, do I stick with it thinking that next year things will be so much better or will I end up with a rubbish season again? I'd probably stick with Honda, McLaren mm. Honda, maybe. Unless Williams offered me a two-year guaranteed contract where mm. McLaren have only got one. Um, if they were both one-year's contract, I'd stay where I was. If it yeah. was a, a two-year, guaranteed two years, as in, like, it's kind of up to me. If I didn't want to do that last year, then I'd probably go with Williams. Yeah. Because, um, I, I, I mean, I know, I know, I know, but you're not a massive fan of Button. I, I think he's still one of the better drivers out there. Mm. Uh, he, he is no slouch. And I think what is a shame, what, what, uh, it was disgusting the way McLaren treated him last year, I felt. 
absolutely disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, both both him and obviously Kevin Magnussen, and, and I think Button still has a, a, a lot to offer. He moans about the car a lot in the practice sessions, etc. But I think in developing a car, um, I still think he's got a lot to offer, both for McLaren, Honda, and then potentially Williams. Yeah. Or, or on a, or on his feedback. I mean, he's always everyone's always said he's very good at that. And so is Alonso. Mm. Um. But there you go. But yeah, Button. I mean, it would be a nice way, obviously, for Button to bookend his career, starting with Williams, finishing with Williams. Yeah, I think marketing-wise, um, Williams could probably do with a British driver. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, the other rumour is obviously Hulkenberg. Um, what, there was rumoured also to maybe go to Williams. Yes. Yeah. Or, Ma- uh, yeah. They, yeah. I was going to say McLaren. I don't know why I thought that. McLaren have got a, a line-up um, outside of Formula 1, haven't they? It'll be the Magnussen or... Uh, Van Dorn. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Who are doing very good in GP2 at the moment. Um, but then again, yeah, but I, I can't ever feel that McLaren want to keep Alonso Button. Um, because at the end of the day, Alex, uh, they are the two best drivers for McLaren, even with Van Dorn, I think, because they're experienced. They're good at setting up the car. They give good. For, they give feedback, which McLaren and Honda desperately need. Yeah, yeah. And we can't forget the fact that McLaren do not have a main sponsor. Having Van Dorn and, and almost to the casual F1 viewer, who the hell is he? Yeah, yeah. start mm-hmm. next season, where, where everyone knows who Alonso and Button is, and they're much more marketable to mm-hmm. if you're trying to get a big sponsor in. Yeah, as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. We sh- we we'll. we'll uh... I think Bottas is going to be the key, isn't it? I think, yeah, yeah. A bit like, I think, Hamilton a couple of years back. He's going to be the key. And it's a bit like, once, once the musical chair starts, once he sits down, everything else, I think, will start falling into place. Yeah. What do, what do you honestly think is going to happen? I mean, if you had to predict it now. I think Raikkonen's gone. Really? I think he'll, he, if, he's gone. What, what if he, for example, crazy enough, wins these ne- the next two races? Do you think that will well, save him? Then I don't, I don't, well, yeah, uh, let's be honest, Ferrari will have made their decision by now, I guess, no matter what happens. But the problem is, is that, yes, Raikkonen has improved since last year, but he's still very inconsistent. And I know a lot of people have been saying he's just as fast as Vettel. Um, I think I think he is when everything's going right and he doesn't make yeah, a mistake. Yes. It's not going right all the time, though, is it? No, no. Um, that's the problem and Vettel's come straight into the team and has been pretty consistent throughout Raikkonen has still struggled some weekends and I think it's time to realise that a couple of seasons with Raikkonen he's not produced probably what Ferrari are looking for and they need some younger talent I don't really think Raikkonen cares to be honest too much does he if he gets no he's got his millions He's got his millions. He's got some probably other form of motorsport he could go into. And I think if Bottas goes there, I think you'll find, yeah, it opens up the market. Because if you think about it, he goes there, Raikkonen will leave F1, I'd imagine. That will leave a space at Williams. And then you'll either see Button go to McLaren. From McLaren to Williams, yeah. To Williams, yeah, which means they'll bring in Magnussen or Van Dorn. Or... I imagine it's going to be Van Dorn if I had to have a guess. Yeah, and if that happens, you probably find actually that it it then freezes the F one uh, circus again because I very much doubt we're going to lose anyone else. Sauber have re-signed their drivers. Marussia or Manor will bring in 
will keep or just simply bring in a new driver they i won't they won't see any i don't think you'll see any movements in any other teams no i think i think um stevens unless they uh, need the money i think stevens is safe because I mean, this is a guy that that was hailed by Honda as the next Lewis Hamilton up and coming, you know, and then obviously Honda left Formula One. Um, mm. And I think he's definitely been the stronger driver compared to Mary, Roberto yeah. Mary. Almost kind of the opposite, almost, of Chilton and Bianchi, really, isn't it? Where Bianchi was always, almost always, showing up, showing up Chilton. Yeah. But I, I, th- I mean, I think Will Stevens is a, a better pick than Chilton. Yeah. Um, uh, I think he's safe. Roberto Mary, I don't think so safe. He's been no. very average, if not yeah. not quite Rossette level. But he, but when you're a, a second slower than your teammate, um, more, and more than a few occasions, it starts to raise concerns, really, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, you're right. So I think other than maybe that, and obviously you've got House coming in next year, um, which which will be interesting. I mean, I mean, even even Kevin Magnussen might be going to that. I mean, I know Ron Dennis was quite keen for him to go uh, potentially to other races because I think Magnussen did not impress them enough. Uh, in his year, uh, they they expected him to beat Button. He didn't. He didn't really come that close, really. Mm. Come the end of the year, and I can't help but feel McLaren were a bit disappointed, which Max has kind of like you know ruined his chance, really. Yeah. Um, and and ste- obviously step in, you know, pretend probably GP two champion. When you look at the points, Van Dorn. Mm. I don't see Magnussen coming back. Really? That's. In- I think he might in a smaller team. Do you reckon? Yeah, I don't think. I can't see him coming back in a frontline team. I definitely agree with you there. I think there's always a, there's always a chance. Um, for example, if a massive Danish sponsor wanted to come into Formula One, uh, that, using Magnussen in, in a maybe, for example, uh, like a Lotus, maybe a couple of years down the road or someone like that. Yeah. Um, but having said that, Alex, I think there's a chance. I wouldn't be surprised. Thinking about, it, I probably I wouldn't be amazingly surprised if we didn't see him in Formula One. It'd be a shame. Yeah. I, still, I still think there's a good chance, but yeah, uh, I don't think I'd uh, be shocked. Let's say. Mm. Okay, um, and then I think probably last bit of Formula One news before we go, uh, and it came out this morning that Lotus couldn't pay Pirelli for the tyres up until, well, or they struck a deal uh, just before practice this morning. That's bad, isn't it? Mm. And, and this is Lotus. This is a team which has consistently been, you know, has been scoring points this year. Um, yeah. Un- unlike last year, this is a team that, uh, uh, along with Red Bull, Ferrari, and um, along with Red Bull, Ferrari, and obviously Mercedes, have won a race in the last few years. Yeah. And have challenged for races in the last few years. Uh, yeah. And uh, always seem to have, in my opinion, consistent sponsors on. Their, their car, they're literally, I can't even think if they've got any space left on their car for a sponsor. It's, that is really, really concerning. And once again, though, I think um, and that's a failure of, the, of Formula One, as, as much as, as much as Formula One, as much as a failure of the team, of the actual team as well. I think, I think yeah. you have to blame the way Formula One is. I mean, I mean, you don't have, once again, you don't have football teams this happening. You need to complain about money in the in the you know in the well the main Premiership or whatever it's, or whatever it's called now. Uh, do you really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, the one with the most money wins, but you don't have them moaning about you know like, like and struggling and folding like 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 you do in Formula One, which is the top division of motorsport. Yeah. It shouldn't happen. It's ridiculous, especially a team of Lotus. I mean, this used to be Tolman, Benetton, obviously then Renault, and then obviously back to back to um. Back to you know, back 
back to Lotus. Well, not back to yeah. Lotus, but but yeah, you know, Lotus again. It's a it is a massive shame. Mm. So I mean, I, these guys were champions in 0506, not that long ago. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I mean, yeah. Um, well, they're meant to. There's also rumours they'll go back to being a Renault team. Well, yeah. Next I, year, I read and an lose article. the name Lotus. Yes, I, yeah, you're right. I read an article. I think either on Autosport or, or one of them that Renault, if they chose to come back, would be given historical status as an F1 team and therefore receive yeah. a bit more money, mm. which surely is a tempting offer now. Yeah. And I think with 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 um, Red Bull slagging off Renault, I think if Renault were to leave F1, which is not an unrealistic scenario, I think that would be egg on their face and quite a bad PR move now. Yeah. Um, and the best thing is to drop Red Bull, tell them to go, tell them to go do one, uh, and then start, you know go with Lotus and then start winning races again. I mean, that would be the best answer to their critics. Mm. So, but there you go. Shame. Yeah. And that's it. So, so basically, after this race, there's a four-week gap. I'm sure we'll, we'll be coming back talking about the Hungarian Grand Prix, talking about the, the project cars, patches, uh, the, probably F1 as well. Uh, and, and there we go. Yeah, but F1 news will certainly stop because they put all the factories into lockdown, don't they? So, um time for press and everyone to take a, a break yeah absolutely absolutely it is time for the press to take a break fantastic um well i uh, guess i'll catch up with everyone uh in the near future absolutely see you in a few weeks in a couple of weeks i imagine boys and girls yeah see you later has food poisoning and goes beyond the call of duty.